Are you ready for the end of the world? <laughs> oh, wait. I'm not supposed to be the evil one. <laughs> the end of the world. You are listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Wake up! Yeah, I've been up since 5 o'clock. I'm about ready to go back to sleep. Yep. <laughs> um... I haven't been up since 5 o'clock. <laughs> Wake up to the peace and joy, and I am so confused. Uh, yeah, you left out a little part there. That's fine. <laughs> this is Ord Energy Mon. And this is Tree Song. And I'm a little bit worn out. I've spent all week up on a roof um, right here in our own town. I like when we end up putting solar right in our own town. I'm working with a company actually out of California installing solar on the federal building <laughs> so that's pretty cool i uh, jumped off the roof um i wasn't going to come here but it started raining so um i get to take a break yeah come off the roof and see the rain knew that you needed a break yeah it's not the rain really that bothers me it's the lightning yeah <laughs> so you don't want to be up there with uh, metal equipment set and lightning strike nope um we did bribe some people with, um, if they supported our show, I would give them a solar robot. Yeah. And there is one in the mailbox. Um, if someone else would like a solar robot, please sponsor our show. Yes. Yeah, so I feel like I have an extra few solar robots. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of my coworkers from the working on the solar, uh, Floyd and John, they're uh, two Indians from the Arapaho Nation. They wanted to send... Uh, a shout out huh. and so i will also play a little drum music which is the sunrise which ritual to see if we can get the sun back out <laughs> even though yeah. it's been really hot this week i mean yeah i mean uh, the little bit of rain is welcome but you know if you're out there trying to work it's not the most convenient thing well the rain or the sun it's been a lot of you know <laughs> misery this week for me yeah so today happens to be happiness for some people today happens to be hug a vegetarian week I'm, I'm making it a whole week. Yeah. <laughs> it's really t just today. Well, in it, I, I think internationally it's a day, but then here locally in Carbondale we can celebrate a week of it. Yeah. The Your Community Spirit Hug a Vegetarian Week. Yes. And, and In case you don't know, I'm vegetarian. It's I finally get some uh, just desserts out of that. <laughs> <laughs> so today is also Love Note Day, National Punctuation Day, and the birthday of... F. Scott Fitzgerald. So yes, oh, and a very important one to mention: the birthday of Jim Henson, the puppeteer, the guy who makes people's dreams come true. So, so let's see. Coming up on tomorrow, Saturday, we have Family Health and Fitness Day. So you can all get together with your family and do exercises, do yoga, do jogging, have a good time. It's also Fish Amnesty Day. So I guess that's when you catch the fish and you're like, well, you're, you're too little. You get to go home. <laughs> it's National Hunting and Fishing Day, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, but it's also Fish Amnesty Day. Yeah, so. I'll bet the vegetarians invented the Fish Amnesty Day because of <laughs> National Hunting and Fishing Day. But it, it's also, you know, um, fitness. So, you know, hunting and fishing I, does take a lot of energy. It does. It takes yeah. a lot of skill, too. It's also the, the co-op's um, big picnic thing. So you could walk to the park. Yeah, you could. It's in Murfreesboro, so just take a walk there with your whole family. Yeah. Yeah, so. It's also National One-Hit Wonder Day. Uh, so I, I kind of like some of those one-hit wonders. 
can look some of those up on Saturday. And Public Lands Day, Read in America Day, and the first woman Supreme Court Justice, the anniversary. There you go. Sunday is Gold Star Mother's Day, the birthday of Johnny Appleseed and T.S. Eliot and George Gershwin. So. Okay, Monday is Ancestor Appreciation Day. It's always good to appreciate your ancestors, but you can do so especially on Monday. It's Family Day, a day to eat dinner with your children. Hopefully that's something you get to do regularly, but if you don't, then especially on Monday is your chance. It sounds like a good weekend. You spend one day, you know, doing stuff on Saturday. Yeah. And then Sunday, you can, you know, take the time off from your family, just eat <laughs> dinner with them. That's, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's... So... Hmm. Let's see. Tuesday is National Good Neighbors Day. Ah, All right. You can watch the Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Well, you, it's the birthday of Ed Sullivan, so maybe you should watch that. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Rogers followed by Ed Sullivan. And it is the birthday of Confucius, and it's Teacher's Day in Taiwan. So. <laughs> okay, and Wednesday is, uh, this is a little bit of a funny one, National Attend Your Grandchild's Birthday. Now, if you can manage to have a grandchild who's going to be born on Wednesday, then you're in luck. Otherwise, you can celebrate your grandchild in other ways. I don't understand that. I don't quite Attend either. Attend your grandchild's birthday. <laughs> okay. It's uh, National Women's Health and Fitness Day. So there's the family one is on Saturday, and then they're like, oh, well, the women aren't part of the family. Let's give them a day later in the week. What? Yeah, they get a special day. Oh, that, okay, that makes a lot more sense. A special day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Um, and on Wednesday, Shemina Ar... Zeret, a Jewish holiday which begins at sundown. Um, Thursday is the Feast of St. Germain, and then, of course, all day long is Shemina Zeret, and Shimkat Torah, which begins at sunset next Thursday. Next Thursday is the anniversary of the Gutenberg Bible. Um, the, I'm sure they had to pick a date, because <laughs> nobody knows like when the because it took, like, years to actually write the Gutenberg Bible. <laughs> yeah. So someone had to come up with the day. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they, it's possible they do know when they actually finished it, but they, they might have picked it. They might have been the day they presented it to the public or something. There you know. go. Maybe that. So, <laughs> um, also, the birthday of Truman Capote coming up on the 30th next Thursday. Yep. And that's almost the end of the month. Next yep. Thursday is Independence Day for Botswana. What happened in September? I guess I spent the week of September out of town, so that's part of why it's flying by. Yeah, what did you go do? I went to Superheroes Anonymous 4, a gathering of real-life superheroes. Excuse me, if it's anonymous, you can't say you went. <laughs> Someone from Southern Illinois went to uh, Superheroes <laughs> Anonymous 4. We shall not say who, but my Facebook tells the tale. <laughs> and so does my blog. <laughs> and what else? Uh, a couple other places. To, yeah, it's... Uh, the also Heroes in the Night, another real life superhero blog. I posted my reports on their blog too, so I'm very unanonymous in this trip. So you could read about it on your website. Yeah, like it's uh, treesong.org. It's got uh, four entries, I think, from before and during and after the conference. Um, how long did it take you to recover from it? <laughs> I'm still working on that. Because, I mean, I imagine a weekend of being with superheroes yeah. would be very um, wearing. It was. We were busy pretty much the whole time. We, I slept 
you know, I slept、uh, about four hours a night while I was on the bus and on the train. And then you think, oh, I'm in town. Now I'll sleep eight hours. No, I'm hanging out with superheroes. We only slept about three or four hours a night because <laughs>、like, we were that busy trying to do good for the community. There you go. So you can read the details online or if, talk to me. I like would, talking. If you would like to do good for our community, please give us a call and support our radio station. So、um, there's some happenings in town. Rice and Spice International Slow Food Dinner. This week is bringing a taste of downtown, loco for local, which is sponsored by Carbondale Main Street and featuring some downtown restaurants.、Um, the International Slow Food Dinner is every Friday at 6 p.m. at the Gaia House Interface Center at 913 South Illinois Avenue in Carbondale. And so, slow food dinner.、Um, You know what fast food is, so、oh. it's the opposite. Yeah, it's the opposite. It's, it's well,、food. no, no, it's not the opposite. It is the correct way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the more sane way to eat. That's、uh, sort of literally because sane means healthy. Is it really? Ah,、uh, yeah, that's where it originally comes from. So how come insane? Wouldn't that mean being unhealthy? <laughs> like, no, that's where linguistic roots come into play.、Uh, In means like not, which is kind of ironic. <laughs> All right. Let's see some other happenings. Oh,、uh, well, look at this! The farmers markets. They have the farmers market at the West Town Mall parking lot. That happens every Saturday from 8 a.m. to noon. You can get all sorts of fresh veggies,、uh, local produce, some arts and crafts, some cool people out there you can meet. It's 8 a.m. to noon, West Side of Town、uh, Farmers Market. This Saturday, tomorrow, September 25th, from 8 until 12. The Green Earth Spruce Up Day. The Green Earth property on North Oakland Avenue in Carbondale. Volunteers are needed to assist Green Earth spruce up their property on North Oakland Avenue. For more information, you can go to greenearthinc.org.、Uh, drinks and snacks will be provided, and、um, you should wear long pants, long socks,、um, and long sleeve shirt, and unless it's really hot out, and、mm. gloves, because. Um, and it's a. F- have you been to any of the Green Earths? Yeah, I have. Yeah, they're.、Um, this is a very nice organization that provides green spaces and trails for us. Yeah, for us, and it's right right around the periphery of Carbondale here. Yeah, there's a lot of them actually. So. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Oh, I got a note here. It's Hug a Vegetarian Day. Yeah. <laughs> And on yeah, the we, backside, it's got yeah, we've got people for a burger. <laughs> I think we can safely say people are excited about、uh, vegetarian Hug a Vegetarian Day because it was on our our holidays website. I got a text message about it, or got a a written message about it.、Uh, everyone wants to hug vegetarians. Yeah, well, I I got the paper, but it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, this Saturday and every Saturday at noon at the Town Square Pavilion in Carbondale. Is the vigil for peace? Do we still need peace? Yeah, I think we could still use a little bit of peace. Really? A little bit here and there. Yeah. So, <laughs> how about just an hour every Saturday? Oh、uh, well, that's a start. It'd be nice to have a little more, but got to start somewhere. But apparently, do people actually want peace? Do they show up to say, "Let's have a little peaceful peace"? Yeah. Well, there, there's a few people who show up. I guess there's maybe a dozen people in Southern Illinois who want peace.、So. There you go. <laughs> so that's a piece of peace. Once a week, for peace. Nah, I'm getting. I'm、uh-huh. complicating my own self.、So. You can get a piece of the peace by going there at Saturday at noon at the Town Square Pavilion. There you go. <laughs> yes. Now other happenings.、Uh, 
Something about bringing power to the people. Wind Power Forum. That's coming up next Tuesday, September 28th, from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. This will be at the SIU Carbondale Student Center Auditorium. Uh, SIU Carbondale Plants and Plant and Services Operations is sponsoring a forum on Tuesday from 7 to 8.30 p.m. at the Student Center to discuss the proposed SIUC wind tri- turbine project. You can come and learn about wind power, uh, the wind turbine project, and you can have your questions answered. They're going to have a question and answer period after the uh, presentation and discussion. So once again, that's coming up this uh, Tuesday at 7 to 8.30 p.m. at the Student Center Auditorium. That's pretty exciting. I've, I've, I knew that they were looking into that, but it's going to be good to have some public discussion about what that's all about. Oh, while well, I was out west... Oh, uh, what? I was falling asleep there for a second. <laughs> you fall asleep. I had that uh, soothing <laughs> tone. <laughs> but uh, while I was out west, I saw a giant wind farm. Like, uh, oh, where was it? I think it was either uh, eastern Oregon or uh, maybe... It's somewhere in that area. Kansas? Northwest. Did, did you it, it go was, through Kansas? I did go through Kansas. I didn't see the wind farms out there. Our, our route must have not gone by it. But, uh, yeah, you know, you're going through these, these... Well, I think of them as mountains. They're actually hills to people who live out there. Well, when you're on the train, you don't know what state you're on. Yeah. Right? It doesn't have, like, a sign that, you know, now entering Ohio. Yeah. you got to really pay attention to the schedule to know where you even are. But, uh, you know, we're going through these hills, and I'm sort of casually looking outside, and I see... Boom, a uh, wind tower, <laughs> just peeking over the hills, and then it disappears again. And I start looking, and there's two of them. And then we go around another turn, and there's, like, a row of, like, ten of them and all lined up. And I, I tried to take some pictures. It's kind of hard on a moving train, but <laughs> it was exciting, though, to see just huge amounts of wind power. Yep, so. The Heartland Solar Tour, heartlandsolartour.org. It's not this weekend, it's next weekend, Saturday, October 2nd. From 10 a.m. till 3 p.m., homeowners across southern Illinois are opening their homes to showcase, well, renewable energy. Now, um, the Heartland Solar Tour is part of the National Solar Tour, and actually this year there's almost a 200% increase of homes being showcased on the tour over, from last year to this year, <laughs> and for the first time ever, every state and on the national solar tour, Mexico is also included. Oh wow! So, um, go to nationalsolartour.org for our national listeners because there is a solar tour near you. Yes, there is. So, There's one in every state now. Yeah, That's exciting. And, and there is um, basically it's homeowners and businesses very proud that they have put it in and want to talk to people about it. Yeah. And you will learn, you know, the good, the bad. The, the ugly. <laughs> well, not much ugly, but yeah, yeah. come on, it's solar. <laughs> well, um, the the cost yeah. could be a little ugly. Yeah, I mean, the cost effectiveness, especially depending on what state you live in, if you're one of our uh, non-local listeners. Yeah. Different states have different programs. But it is exciting to have all those those different states available and it's becoming the international solar tour because mexico is involved now too maybe canada will be next maybe i think they do it in those places already but yeah um it's well i mean the the biggest part is the fact that solar's dropped like 30 percent in the last yeah. about a year and a half and so um there's these two graphs of like the energy prices they're starting to go up and the solar price is starting to go down and it just like dove yeah it's just like 
the demand w- was high and the supply was not, but then they finally got some factories online. Yeah. <laughs> so now the supply is keeping up with the demand and the price drop. Yeah. So <laughs> there's more. Um, it's exciting times for solar. <laughs> yeah. So the the this event is very powerful because you know you get to talk to your neighbor about you know why they chose a smarter energy choice. So <laughs> this is the fifteenth um, annual solar tour, and again. Um, Saturday, October, um, well, here it says October, it's October 2nd, but on the bottom it said October 3rd, confusing uh, me. <laughs> um, heartlandsolartour.org or 1-800-229-0453 locally, so. Yes, and there's local, local ones too, it's pretty exciting. In other news. Yes, other news, chewing the scenery. Uh, Stephen Colbert takes to the field and the witness stand for farm workers. Now, I, I really like this story because I'm a, a Stephen Colbert fan. You know, well, I'm a fan of the show. You know, the character himself is, you know, this this conservative character that he plays. But uh, it's a funny show. But he gets to deal with some uh, uh, some serious stuff, which he often does in his own comical way. Uh, animal rights groups have plenty of celebrity spokesmodels most notably Alicia Silverstone. But uh, labor rights, in particular, for farmer, immigrant farmer workers, it's not considered the sexiest issue by the media, apparently. That is, until Stephen Colbert decided to have some fun with it. Um, in July, uh, the, the faux conservative hosted, uh, he gave a national spotlight to United Farm Workers' Take Our Jobs campaign. Isn't that cool? It's like... Yeah. It's like, oh, you... You think farming is a glamorous job? Well, well go ahead take, and take it. Yeah. yeah, take our job. It's a good. It's a good campaign to illustrate the importance of the work that these workers do. Yeah. And it was a good interview too. I've I've seen that interview online, and he got gets to talk with a guy from United Farm Workers, and you know he says you know well, if you think we're stealing your jobs, you know go ahead and take one of these jobs. <laughs> and so Colbert, being the good sport he is, he said, all right, I'm going to do this. And at first they weren't sure if he was joking, but he is in fact, uh, he has in fact gone and worked in, in the field for the day with the farmers. Um, and here's some statistics on that whole program. Uh, you know, they invited the entire nation to take their jobs. So you would think... Come on, how hard is it to be an immigrant it, farm yeah, worker? How hard is it to be an immigrant farm worker? Yeah, I mean, you get to work outside, yeah. fresh air, Colbert all the veggies about you want to yeah. eat. He, he makes it sound so idyllic. He's sitting out there doing the interview. He's, oh, it's so nice. You know, it's so fresh out here. But uh, it's really, really hard work. And they say 8,600 people have responded. Oh, wow. But only 368 people have actually uh, talked to them to, to the point of signing up. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. And out of that, only seven have actually followed through. <laughs> Okay, there's seven people who... Yeah, there's seven people in the U.S. who, who actually you know, want to do this farm work who aren't currently immigrant workers. Huh. All right. That's <laughs> so, a start. Yeah, that's a start, but it's, it does I wonder how many the of point them are reporters. Well. Yeah, I wonder how many. I, I'll bet, you know, <laughs> Stephen Colbert was, you know, a media person. Maybe all seven of them are reporters. <laughs> it illustrates the point, though, you know, of the the difficulty of this work and the importance of this work that they do. So when anyone tries to say, you know, oh, those farm workers, you know, they're, they, they're just migrant laborers. They don't need any money. We don't need to pay them better. This is a counter-argument because who else is going to do the work that they do? Not uh, very many people so far. <laughs> now, this is something very bizarre. Today, um, Stephen Colbert is actually appearing 
in a congressional hearing called Protecting America's Harvest, along with the United Farm Workers president yeah. and uh, an apple grower from Virginia to talk about his experiences yeah. as a farm worker. <laughs> yeah, see, that's one thing that's interesting to me about Colbert. Is he, he plays this conservative persona, but then he actually goes and does these things to support you know, progressive causes. It's it's pretty interesting that both uh, both of those Comedy Central shows are now becoming you know mainstream news, even though they are completely <laughs> comedic shows. Yeah, they, it's it's the whole idea of the court jester. Like sometimes the court jester is the only one left who can actually criticize the king. Well, I mean, they can. Yeah, they can actually they actually tell the truth in a funny way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so you know they throw in some fart jokes and hey, wait, that's kind of like our show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, and since he did actually work out in the field for that day, he's going to testify about what it was like. He didn't? No, he did. Oh, okay. He did actually do the work, so he's going to testify. Well, did he do the work that he didn't get fired or he got fired? He probably got fired. I haven't seen the episode yet. I think it aired either yesterday or today. Uh, you know, but uh, he probably didn't do... It looked The clip I saw, it looked like he wasn't working all that productively. <laughs> But it, he illustrated how difficult the work is because, you know, if you're not focused, you don't get the work done. All right. Let's give a snack down. That's right. Not a smack down. I said a snack down. Snack down. Carrot vending machines, a surprise success. What? <laughs> Funding for the National School Lunch Program is set to expire in less than 10 days. And no sign of movement on the school lunch bill, a.k.a. the... A, the Healthy, Hungry, Free Kids Act of 2010. Insiders are still hoping that the House will pass the Senate's version and get this thing done by the end of this month. If not, Congress will have to pass a sort of temporary extension. But let's turn our school lunch frowns upside down and accentuate the positive. In this case, it's extension of the baby carrot producers. Eat them like junk food campaign that's moving into schools. A school in Ohio has installed an all-carrot vending machine, and more precisely, an all-baby-carrot vending machine. <laughs> the One of the leading growers of baby carrots, which aren't really babies at all, they're actually usually just rejected or blemished carrots or yeah. you know, regular carrots chopped up smaller. Um, and one of the farms involved with the national uh, marketing campaign, um, Bolt House Farms, actually uh, put... This vending machine stocked with 300 bags of baby carrots at 50 cents a bag. Hmm. So, you know, I, I would imagine it just would sit there, you know, yeah. next to a chip vending machine. You, you would think so at all. It's just a vending machine. I'll just ignore it. It's got carrots. But, but no, the reaction was decidedly positive at Mason High School, uh, according to the principal. Uh, quote, it hadn't been an hour after they filled the machines that we had students coming in and pur purchasing baby carrots. So here's the dirty little secret that many of you childless types might not realize. When kids are hungry, they eat what's there. If the carrot vending machine is the option they have, that's what they're going to eat. So that's exciting news. You know, I like baby carrots, and I like seeing kids eating that instead of, like, the high-fructose corn syrup. So let's see. What, what other... What other, uh, <laughs> what other kind of vending machine what do kind? we have sitting around? If carrot vending machine works, what other kind of vending machine? Well, how about a wine vending machine? For kids? Uh, hopefully not for kids. The kids probably aren't ready. I want to know if they ha if they have to like scan your ID somehow. <laughs> they probably do when you purchase it at the counter. But uh, let the greenie out of the bottle. 
booze in bulk with self-serve wine dispensers. That sounds like an exciting way to spend okay, an afternoon. This isn't actually a vending machine, but this is like bulk wine. Yeah, it's bulk wine. It, it's sort of like, if you could see the picture, it's got a sort of nozzle like, you know, a, a miniature version of a, a the gas pump that you put in there. <laughs> sure, it's like... It's this little gun you pick up that has a cable at the end, and you pull the trigger, and it puts the wine into so your wine bottle. So we can pull up the car and just fill up the gas tank with wine. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, this this actually references the other article. They say, carrot vending machines are pretty nice. Wine vending machines are even nicer. And the nicest of all is the machine that lets green-minded winos buy their Bordeaux blends in a bulk. Just BYOB. Bring your own bottle. No, it's BYOB is uh, Bordeaux blends in bulk. Wait, that's <laughs> not... I actually said that pretty good. Buy your own Bordeaux? Bo- buy your own Bordeaux in bulk. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so in Europe, it's going for about $2 a liter. I don't know what it'll go over here. Um, so, yeah, you may not have, you may soon be able to guzzle down all the planetary benefits of buying in bulk from pump your own tanks of wine in grocery stores. Now, right now, it is only in Europe, um, but, you know, France, France is a really, they're really serious about their wine. So if they're doing this in France, that's. Uh, and they're not looking down their noses in France at, you know, <laughs> book wine and filling up your jug. You know? Yeah. I mean, literally, it looks like the lady has, like, two plastic jugs where she can just fill it up like, you know, you get the bulk water. Yeah. So you just fill it, <laughs> go in there with your five-gallon bucket. Yeah. If you if you want to be classy, you bring the nice, fancy little bottle. If if you want to be uh, more, I guess, practical, you bring the, <laughs> the, five, the five-gallon plastic uh, drum. <laughs> it's like... It's like they have it in a bag. You yeah, can, or they the have box. bag wines out there. Box yeah, I mean, wines. it's box wine. Inside there, there's really a bag, so could you just bring a bag in and refill it? Yeah, and I wonder if part of their acceptance of it might have to do with the fact that they're used to thinking of the like the big wooden casks of wine. Uh-huh. That, you know, naturally for them in France, it comes in, you know, big containers. So it's not that big of a deal to just dish it out yourself at the grocery store. Well, I mean, the the fun part is... Instead of, you know, going and buying a bottle of wine, you can just go buy enough fresh wine just for your dinner. Yeah. It's you like, can buy a half bottle if you yeah, want. I mean, that's, you can buy a glass worth. Yeah, I mean, that's what the French like doing that, going out and, you know, picking the fresh cheese and the fresh foods just for that dinner, you know, having a fresh meal. Yeah, and, and I, I actually heard a friend complaining recently that if you go to a restaurant and get just a glass, it's less cost-effective because they charge you a huge amount, whereas here... You get a discount if you just buy a smaller amount. It's ecologically and economically beneficial. wonder if we'll ever have that here in Carbondale. <laughs> Might depend on whether or not the, uh, they allow the grocery stores to carry, uh, carry alcoholic beverages. So this has been another exciting and informative half hour of your community spirit. We do have some more news um, items, but we don't have time to get to them. Yes. If you would like to learn and get the links and see the pictures of all the news articles we do talk about, you must get on our mailing list. And our mailing list is paper-free. It's therefore called email. (laughs) Info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Sign up for our email list. And sign up for the radio station. Please give us a call right now and talk to us. Actually, you'll have to talk to Tree Song because I have to go jump back up on a roof and... (laughs) 
um, you can swing by and wave to me. I'm working on the federal building. So, um, don't mm-hmm. drive by too many times. It is the federal building, and they might, you know... They might get a little nervous. Uh, well, they'll take your picture, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. So which one of us is the superhero? You're the one running around on rooftops doing things. Well, I'm strapped in. I got my harness actually right on. <laughs> I did take my green hard hat off. It's in the car. But um, please give us a call. Well, give me a call at 618-457-3691. We'll see you again on the radio next week. Our programming on WDBX Carbondale is sponsored in...